Welcome to this week's Animator's Journey podcast episode. This is another student question. If you have your own question and you're listening on Spotify, you can type up a little reply on Spotify's kind of response thing. And I look forward to seeing what you have to say there. Otherwise, let's get started on the student question. So this question comes from Martin. Uh, I have a course called Break into the animation industry where I talk about for six hours through interviews and my own experience, what it's like to break into the animation in industry and what you need to get there. So this question is from that class, one of those students, uh, Martin, and his question says, hi Lucas, could you please tell us an experience in daily life of a new 3D artist in studio? What they are going to do for the first few months, etc. Are the supervisor going to expect us to know everything about Maya or up to a certain level of skills? For example, a new 3D artist just accepted into a studio, which he, she will take a junior role as an animator, rigger, blah, blah, blah. I am currently switching my careers to a 3D artist. My current job is not related to anything with computer. And sometimes while I am learning Maya, I have this doubt about this new course in my life. Thank you for understanding my explanation and questions. So um, I've worked at about 11 different studios. And so I can speak from my own experience and each one is slightly different. And I would say it's usually going to be based on the size of the studio, the resources they have, the type of project you're going to be on. And that will dictate the expectations, of course, as well as the role that you're hired for. And a lot of that will be sorted out through the interview process. They're not going to hire someone that they don't expect can do the work. So you can kind of take that pressure off of yourself initially after you get the job, you know, part of the responsibility uh, um, is on the hiring team. And that's why you go through that process of vetting to make sure that you can actually do the work, looking at your portfolio and going through the interview and learning if you have the right communication skills, which is one thing I wanted to discuss is very important for someone just starting out in a new studio. It's very important to be clear when you are having trouble and understanding their expectations. So I would explicitly ask um, up front if you have concerns about it, you know, are there specific expectations on, you know, the first couple of weeks? Uh, should there are there meetings that I should be attending? Are there reviews? You know, when should I expect my first uh, shot or asset or or what have you? So I don't think it's um, by asking those questions, you shouldn't be afraid that you're letting them in on the secret that you don't know those answers because I, they shouldn't expect you to know those answers. You're a new hire. And so it's, it's good to ask those things of them. So when I've started at different studios, I've, I've seen the whole range. So um, at one, I was even given a mentor. So I had a point person to go ask these questions to because you know, they understand that's part of the process of, of learning uh, their pipeline and how they do things in that project. Another studio had one week of training, so they didn't expect me to do any actual work work. They wanted me to spend one week learning their pipeline. So there's dedicated time to that. So upfront, you understand those expectations are that you shouldn't be doing any work the first week. They understand that it's going to take you some time to get up to speed. 
to do the work. Now, a huge red flag, I think, of anywhere that you work um, and you're a junior is if you jump in and there's zero communication from their part on the expectations or they push back when you ask those questions. Understanding expectations is fundamental to starting a job. And so if there's ever any pushback, that might be a red flag that you might be in a difficult situation with that studio. Um, so all that to say is rest easy, understanding that this is part of their process and they wouldn't have hired you if they didn't think you could do the work. So if you have reasonable questions about do we have a review every day or, you know, what's the schedule like? What's the, and I mean, use the word expectation. What are the expectations for deliveries, for meetings, for communicating? Do we email? Do we use Slack? Do we have Zoom meetings? Just so you get familiarized with that process. What you don't want to do is get like three months into the job and then be asking those questions. You know, it's appropriate to ask those questions up front in the first week to, you know, a couple of weeks. So use that to your advantage to get those questions answered and definitely do not just sit quietly at your desk worried uh, and, and fearful of asking a question to make it seem like you don't know everything. You shouldn't know everything. You just got hired there. So don't worry about that aspect. And again, do that early because the only time they would get frustrated with that is if you're like six months into the job and you're asking some fundamental question that you should know by then. Um, you know, they're not going to like fire you on the spot or something weird. Uh, I wouldn't expect, but um, you know, the expectation is you should be asking those questions. You know, in the first week or two, and a, a lot of these studios, you know, the bigger ones are the ones that have the more resources and have a better structure of of pipeline of, of hiring, rehiring, training. So, you know, if you work at a bigger studio, you're not the first time they've hired someone. <laughs> so they know what they're doing and they know how to train the people to get them into the project quickly. Um, so trust that process, but also, you know, ask questions along the way. Um, smaller studios, it might be expected that you jump into the deep end because everyone wears multiple hats at studios, uh, smaller studios. And so they might not have as formal of a process of training or, you know, um, getting up to speed, uh, you know, a week or two blocked out for that. You might have to jump in the deep end at a smaller studio and kind of just learn as you go, ask questions of people around you. I always find it good to find a couple of people that sit near me because just out of the proximity, they're going to be very valuable uh, resource for you. So. Um, you know, if you're not in a studio and you're working remotely, <clears throat> hopefully they've assigned you a coworker that you can slack, that you feel comfortable that you're not bugging them a lot. Um, there should be someone des designated or you feel comfortable with uh, asking. And the kind of hierarchy of how that works is I wouldn't always immediately go to your lead or your supervisor. First, ask people that are on your same level of that kind of hierarchy. So other juniors or who have been there a little while or other intermediate uh, uh, level people there. So the, the, the leads and the supervisors typically have a lot on their plate. They're in meetings all day kind of a thing. So you don't want to be bugging them with like, hey, how do I log into my email or something? 
So use the people around you who are kind of in the same processes that you are to lean on them because they've been where you are. So hopefully they are very helpful. And that's what I've always done when I've gone to studios is, you know, kind of find the couple of people around me that have been there for a little bit um, who are kind of doing the same type of work that I'm doing. They're not leads or supervisors and they tend to be very uh, understanding and helpful in that way. So that's kind of the expectation that I have when I go into a new job. Um, there should be a little bit of period of, of learning and that should be expected on my part and the employer's part. So hopefully that helps answer this question a little bit, Martin. I wanted to make this short video for him because this is a bit of a longer answer for a question like that, because I can understand the fears that people have. Um, you know, it kind of goes back to the imposter syndrome when you're starting out <clears throat> that you feel like you shouldn't be there maybe, or you don't have enough experience yet. Um, you know, that's natural and that's going to continue to probably happen a little bit to some degree as you, even as you progress. So, um, just know that's a natural part of the process and everyone's been through that. And so when you start at a new place, um, just take comfort in the fact that you're not alone. And um, as long as you're asking reasonable questions in a polite manner to the appropriate people um, and you have understood the expectations of, of, of yourself from what the employer is expecting, you should have no problem uh, kind of jumping in line and, and starting to do your work uh, as part of this kind of big machine of a studio and how that operates. If you're interested in starting your own animation journey, check out animatorsjourney.com. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast episode.